tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Eye Candy, Season 1, Episode 2, BRB. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. And joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, Courtney Tezano. Hello, guys. And we have Brittany Baldy from MTV's The Challenge. Hey, everyone. And we have the star of Eye Candy, Victoria Justice. Yeah! Hi, AfterBuzzers. And the showrunner who's bringing us this amazing, sexy, thrilling show, Christian Taylor. Thanks for being with us. Hello, Christian. (laughs) Now, I want to talk about the development of this because it's based on the Arl Stein Eye Candy book. And I don't Mm -hmm. think a lot of people know that. So was this your idea, Christian? And what was the process sort of developing it? into a series well basically I was signed on to do the series first Um, MTV had approached me and I was actually looking for my next project to do because my Nickelodeon show had wrapped up and and I was 21 when I was reading these other scripts and um and I and I got the eye candy script, and I was obviously excited because I'm a huge R.L. Stein fan. Like we in the lie. '90s, yep. I grew up like watching Goosebumps all the time. I love him, and so that was really cool, and that drew me in. And then as I was reading the script, I just loved like how it was like fast paced, mm-hmm. and like I loved how strong my character was, and there was lots of depth, and like it was action packed and sexy, and all these great things. So I had a meeting with MTV, and and I signed on, and I was like, I would love to play Lindy, and then. We were lucky enough to have Christian Taylor join us, who's an absolute genius and is making this show amazing and is the brains behind this this uh, whole thing. So. Yeah, no, it was it was, it was really lovely because I worked on Team Wolf, which was a huge yes. uh, MTV show, and then MTV turned to me and said, "You know, would you like to do this? We have Victoria doing it," and and um, they had an, an early draft uh, by Emmy Grimwis, and I had to sort of re- sort of rebuild the or build the show from that and um we uh, we went straight to series so it was 10 episodes right away doing a pilot at the at the top of that mm-hmm. and um and it was uh, it was really exciting it was really really good does the series differ from the book a lot or if we read the book would we be able to know who the killer is in the end it's mm-hmm. very loosely based on the book yeah so yeah. if you read the book which is an awesome book. You you would not know. Yeah, who the it's, it's it's completely different. I mean, it's, awesome. it's not based on the, the 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 result is not the the book. And then you know, I I put a whole load of new characters into the to the show and That's sort of what open. I was yeah, ask. Open, yeah. Are like, there different characters? Yeah, yeah. Which is that why we can't mm-hmm. tell? Yeah, it's all okay. the, all the characters are basically different. I mean, there's Ben is in the book, uh, mm-hmm. but he was actually killed before the show the the book started. Uh, or he he died before the show started, so Lindy is sort of mourning that the sister doesn't exist in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole That's interesting. setup. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And you know, when I got the project, I said, look, we really need to sort of give Lindy some sort of drive and some sort of 
story that has created made her become this hacker and so the sister was the and I had it was funny mm-hmm. I was sitting at a drive through and I was like what would be a really cool opening and I was like oh my god I'm trapped in this drive through how do I how can I get oh, out of here wow. and then you know yeah. and then like you know 6 months later Victoria's clambering over cars in the rain and <laughs> you know doing the most incredible job as an action superstar <laughs> that was fun that I'm was fun. so glad that you guys differed so much from the book though because I don't want anyone who's read the book to sort of spoil it for us sure. and a lot of times that happens right. Game of Thrones and shows like right. that it's like right. when it's so based on the book it's like there's no surprises and the best thing about this show mm-hmm. is that it's so suspenseful and it's like a thriller every week. Yeah. And what I really like is we don't know if the killer is one of these guys she's going on a date with or one of her friends that are really close to her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And my predictions last week were so all over so, the place. Yes, <laughs> just because, <laughs> because you just, the virtual app, you'd think that that would be it. And then towards the end, you're like, no, it can't be anyone from the virtual, virtual app. It has to be someone <laughs> like close to her. Like, so I love love that you have like no expectations for this you're just waiting to see what you give us I mm. like that I'm always <laughs> thinking that you guys are throwing a curveball and it could be one of her jealous friends and mm-hmm. she's just killing off all the guys that she's going on dates with <laughs> just using like a guy's voice as the killer but it could be a chick we don't know yet yes yeah, yeah. yeah. I could be either out. or <laughs> so, so the killer obviously had mommy issues at some point in his life or her life, but um, he wants perfection and he kills anyone who's lying about their flaws. But the mm-hmm. issue here is virtual flaws really don't exist. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't realize that these people have flaws until he meets them in mm-hmm. person and then you get the bad angle. And this is kind of making me right. feel like, are my bad pictures what I really look like? Yeah. <laughs> I love this show. Like, it's really mm-hmm. tapping into our fear of online dating for our culture and our generation. And if you've tried totally. it, it's definitely scary. And there's always, like, you don't know. And someone's probably telling you, oh, mm-hmm. one of your friends are like, don't meet them in dark alleys. Oh, like, yeah. we've always, we all have the Sophia friend. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, the entire show is so relatable. But we should probably get down to the episode two and start talking about what happens this episode. BRB, I love that title. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny because I wanted to do all the titles to be the little, the, yeah, that we would yeah. text each other and stuff like that. And so that's now, last it. week was a like K3U. Yes, is that computer coding? Do you know what it is? No, it's, it's I, I, I love yeah, I, I love you. you. Yeah, I heard yeah. you. Our fans told us that one. It's it's a thinking show. You have to think some of these things. Hey, I don't get it. But I was watching one of the bonus episodes and where they talked about what Bay was before anyone else. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know either until I did that, that MTV behind the scenes thing. Like, I always thought Bay was like shortened for babe. Like, babe, like, hey, babe. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't know. Before anyone else, who knew? So, Sophia owns the club, right? She's not just the bartender. And it's Mm -hmm. the IRL club in real life. Did Mm -hmm. you do that one, too? I love all these. Um, (laughs) So modern. I love that. I know. (laughs) That's why the show's so great, because it's really commenting on our society and what we're all going through, like, right now, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the interesting thing is, like, I grew up in New York because I went to college and we had a huge club culture then and you know I'm a gay man and I was coming to my sexuality then so going to these incredible clubs and it doesn't exist anymore because everyone's socializing on on dating Mm -hmm. and I think the straight club scene is kind of 
sort of gone too. So it's I sort of wanted to say, you know, the comment is in real life. This is this is really what happens in real life when you're in a club, you know. And mm-hmm. then you know, then we have these perceptions of who we are or create these sort of characters of who we are online. So. I actually didn't know that backstory, and that's yeah. really, that's really cool. <laughs> I like that. We that's actually cool. have a caller on the line. Wow. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you from? They're coming. They're, They're coming. coming. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Caller. It's Are the you stalker. there? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the mystery killer, <laughs> mystery guy. Uh, oh wait. Hello. Hello. What's your name? Where are you from? Hello. Hi. Uh, Bill. Bill. Victoria. Hi. Yeah. This is Victoria. Hello? Do you have a question um, for Victoria, a Christian? Yeah. I just I just want to say I love Victoria. So Thank awesome. you. I don't have a question. I just think I think it's Connor. I think Connor's the killer. Oh really? Am I, right? Am I close? Yeah, Who did he say? Connor. He said Connor. Connor's definitely one of the top choices. I a lot know. of people are are thinking that Con. it's Connor on yeah. on Twitter and everything too. Well, you know we can't tell you. So. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Basically. I mean, I think that's a good suspect because he was taking those pictures yeah. in episode two mm-hmm. tonight's episode. So it was very. We didn't really know why he was doing that. We and he doesn't out. like Lindy. Right. I mean, come on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy suspect. Someone <laughs> hates you. You know what? We don't, any, any easy suspect is, you know, it's too easy. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't, Connor's not my pick. But they, I don't know. Where are you calling from? New Jersey. New Jersey. What was awesome. your favorite part of the episode? The, the whole episode. The, <laughs> the, the, Good answer. The car with the bridge. Oh, you liked it? the killer took over the car. I love that scene. Oh, awesome. I'm really glad. Thank you. You know what? I feel like you're introducing a fear for our society in the future with cars Mm -hmm. being manipulated, right? Well, that's that's a huge thing about these cars that are going to drive, self-drive, is they really, they can do it now. The problem is they haven't figured out how to stop it from being hacked. You know, mm, so yeah, they've got the could, Google car and everything. Yeah, but Lindy exactly. knows. Lindy knows. Lindy saved the mm. day. That was one of the most complex sequences that we did all season, I think. Definitely. And there's Victoria in the car. Being, there was a stuntman with a mannequin mask on and yeah. like driving and they're driving backwards. And yeah. you know. oh. oh, that's how you did it. There was mm-hmm. a stuntman in stunt the mannequin man. mask. Right. There's that's a stuntman and then there's a there was a mannequin and we were on a track to, uh, on a trailer that we pulled mm-hmm. forward and then pushed backwards, you know, oh, wow. turned the trailer around. So we did it all different ways, but it was mm. a huge sequence. I want to thank really our was. caller for calling in quickly. Thank you. Yes, and thanks. You, you guys who are watching the live stream, you can call us. We're in Studio C. The number is 424-253-0504. And we'll be taking your calls. And we have some tweets to read later for some right. people asked you guys some questions. Right. Mm. Awesome. So let's talk about this episode. Now, you're Lindy Sampson, and she's like this tech genius. And I know you're coming from uh, Nickelodeon, where you mm-hmm. were last uh, on TV. So, what did you sort of do to prepare for your show? Then the new role. You know, I um, before we actually started filming, I took a class in coding and computer coding, oh, just wow. so I could get an idea of like what my character is so brilliant at and um, just kind of get into that mindset and you know just like working creating a backstory for my character and and where she's come from and why she is the person that she is today and um, just really like cultivating like that mindset and and you know all the she's my character Lindy has had a very tragic past in a lot of ways you know she's lost Mm -hmm. her mother and um, 
in the first episode, you see she sees her sister getting abducted before her very eyes, which is like you know losing two of the strongest like female figures in your life is something that really obviously right. would affect someone. So she has like a lot of walls up, um, but at the same time, you know she's a she's a very strong, passionate, determined young woman. So. So, I love that she's such a badass. Yeah, she, she is. is. She's I fun. Gonna, I read before that you said that you liked that this was a challenge for you because, you know, not that Nickelodeon wasn't, but you were really put mm. in, like, a teen role and now you're kind of becoming of age, have a birthday coming up. Right. So yeah. how did it feel, like, How? what type of challenge would you say eye candy is for you? What type of challenge is eye candy for me? Um, You know, I mean, I feel like it was challenging because... You were the in schedule every was really single intense. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh. yeah, and I mean, it's That's um, huge. Yeah, and we were filming two episodes back. like at back to back at oh, a time. Wow. Um, during was it two episodes in nine day? No, how many days was it? We had six and a half days per episode, so it was uh, what is that? Thirteen days. Thirteen days. <laughs> I can't even wow. remember. I don't remember. Yeah. So yeah, but um, it was it was kind of challenging sometimes to like. You know, know exactly to go from being in one ep- from episode one and then like switching to a different storyline and a different like emotional place to the next scene. Yeah, so yeah, because what we do is we do this thing called crossboarding. So you can kind of get all the locations. Mm-hmm. So you can two episodes are being shot at the same time, but you know Victoria would have to walk. We're doing everything in the cyber unit for those two episodes. So she right, would have wow. to shoot. You know, the more you know, they would switch from scene to scene. So she has to. All our actors do, but. You know, I this is the, the funniest thing for me was like <laughs> I have dinner with Victoria the night, the, like a, about a couple of months before we're going to shoot, and I'm like, Victoria, this is going to be really hard. <laughs> I'm really warning That's you, true. and I'm like, you know, I you need to do the work. You need to like, you know, you like you're going to have to be. You're never going to have done anything like this before, and you know, because I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to do it, and I was like, and I just it. I have never in my life worked with such a professional actress. Somebody Aww. who's somebody who's so hardworking, you. and you know I've said this before, but it's like not one complaint the entire episode. And wow, what, what we awesome. what we put you. put her through, and uh, <laughs> you know the boys complained more about their hair. Than, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like she really. I mean, she's in every almost every scene, and yeah. it's like that's really hard work, and it's and you have to keep you know keep. And it's also a lot of emotional intensity, too. A lot of emotionally, like, just charged scenes and Mm -hmm. and my character going through horrifying things. And so that that was challenging as an actor. What do you do to get into that mindset? Not to cut you off, but what do you do to get into that mindset? Like, my sister just got abducted. How do you zone in on that? You know, I don't know. It's Sometimes it's just, like, I, like... Just really getting rid of, like, all the distractions, and sometimes I'll, like, put on a certain type of music that'll just get me into a certain space and trigger, like, a certain emotion for me. But honestly, like, it was it was kind of easy to... Well, I shouldn't say easy to film that, but I have a younger sister, and so when we were filming that on the day, mm-hmm. I, you know, imagining her being abducted right in front of me was, like... I just had to visualize that, and then it was kind of there for me, okay. those sorts of things. So just being able to... I guess have something that you can channel it from. Yeah. yeah, we actually have another caller on of the line. Of course, we do. Wow. <laughs> caller, what's your name? Cool. Where are you from? Hello. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you Hi. from? Hi. Uh, this is Gracie. I'm from Alabama. Gracie, is this Hi. the Gracie that I know and love? Yeah, from- it's me. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I love Gracie. Oh, She's amazing. 
How do you guys know each other? Uh, we have to ask now. I'm good. How are you? We're good. I I know Gracie through Twitter. She's Aww. yeah, she's been an amazing, supportive, kind person, and I've met her like at um different like meet and greets, Aww. and I'm just like yeah, I've taken the time to like meet her and and she and hang out with her, and she's great. She's a sweetheart. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet, Gracie. Yeah. Did you have a question for Victoria or Christian that you wanted to ask? Um yeah, uh like because the movie the show's like so suspenseful. Or like any of the scenes, did you get like so into them that it was kind of like creepy to film? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there were definitely some scenes that were really creepy to film. I'm trying to like I without like giving anything the, away. Yeah, without towards the end. Towards the You're end, it gets towards the end, it gets really, <laughs> really creepy. And yeah. I had to do some things that I never situations I never would have thought I would have been put in as an actor. But it was really interesting and exciting. And um, I mean, those locations we <clears throat> in the yeah. last two episodes we do some big locations so oh i think yeah i mean oh we had some really creepy locations at the end yeah, yeah. what was it like an old um army like yeah yeah for you know this we can't say where it is in the story but it's like right. it there's some great the great thing about shooting in new york is there's all these great locations so many amazing yeah locations. so we would be you know we do it there's an episode coming up where it's a haunted ship that was pretty creepy oh that was oh, that was really wow. creepy, creepy. Yeah. it's exciting yeah there's some really yeah. cool stuff we were really lucky and oh, I, I i actually talked to the locations people and said give me the locations and i'll write to those so we um we did a little bit of that too it was really the haunted ship, um, or that episode where we were on that, that creepy ship. Uh, it was like late at night and we had just finished filming like a scene there. And it was so random. I was walking back to my trailer and it was dark and we mm-hmm. filmed these creepy scenes. And all of a sudden, like, I see something like moving in the shadows and I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And I, was, <laughs> I was like freaking out. And it, and I heard like, Meh, and there was a goat. Yeah. There was what? a freaking, this like abandoned like shipyard and there were these people that and it wasn't a prank. Owned goats. Yeah. It wasn't a prank. <laughs> and so I went up to the gate and like the goat, goats started like licking me. I was like, what is, what is my life right wow. now? Wow. <laughs> what is yeah. happening? Only you, Victoria. Only you. <laughs> Do you remember the goats? I remember. That's very creepy. That's so weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Gracie, that was a great question. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. And nice to meet you. Bye, Gracie. We'll see you on Twitter. We love you. (laughs) Guys, we stream live on AfterBuzzTV.com, and you can also download our show on iTunes. Please rate and comment. We love to hear from you guys, and you can also catch us on YouTube if you miss the live streaming show. And give us five stars, please. And give us those five (laughs) stars. We'll get more of your favorite characters in here to talk to you. But so let's talk about this episode, and the killer starts off by pouring what was that paint stripper on the girl's face yeah. I mean I am never going to keep my eyes closed during my spa yeah, treatment ever again, again. Never. thanks a right. lot <laughs> it's so funny because when we you know when I was talking about this with the writers I you know I, one of the things was like what's what's scary in the, in the mundane in our lives like yes. the drive through like going to you know you know I've had like a couple of facials in my life I haven't done that much but I was like you'd have your eyes closed something weird could happen right yeah. so it's always like things yeah. like that within our show where you're so vulnerable yeah. and yeah Oh yeah. my god! See, actually, this makes me more scared to get a facial to go through a dry yeah. throw. <laughs> like you're bringing out some fear in people, I think. But you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're trying. Well, <laughs> now someone had an interesting uh, comment online. They were saying that 
perhaps the killer doesn't like when someone's trying to change their natural beauty, like the girl was trying to get a facial treatment in tonight's episode. So maybe he doesn't like that. But we've heard through the episodes that he just doesn't like when he finds them in in person and he sees that they have a flaw. But then the, the other thing with that is, like, some of us don't notice flaws that we see ourselves mm-hmm. so it's I mean, like we have filters we yeah have different angles, so it's really but different even in, in person. person i feel like um i probably know a lot of flaws about myself that i hate that you guys may never even notice my entire mm-hmm. life so yeah. it's like what is this guy exactly looking for like i know it was a crooked tooth and now it's mm-hmm. the acne mm-hmm. and you know is he just picking on like these superficial find, things you're gonna or? find a lot of this out in the next episode and victoria figures it or lindy figures it all out in episode three and it's it's mm. our you know our serial killer is clearly a psychopath and it's mm-hmm, right. the perception of what is beauty what is identity how we present ourselves you know what makes us beautiful what doesn't make us i think you know as a culture we are incredibly obsessed with physical beauty absolutely and you know this is something that is not necessarily a good thing for young people to grow up in and so i i hope that we're commenting on it and victoria was very there was there was a couple of lines in the next episode where uh i don't know if i give give anything away but there's a thing about about perfection and about and victoria was like to me you know took me aside and said look i'm not i want to sort of you know bring this to another level and Mm -hmm. so we wrote to that which was which was i think really important and Mm -hmm. um yeah, so it's all a comment, and yeah. Do we know if the killer? Because we were saying before, we were debating whether the killer's attractive or completely left field <laughs> and not attractive. Mm-hmm. I said that he can't be attractive, mm-hmm. and that he's looking for things that he lacks mm-hmm. or he or she lacks. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Um, but so, she, Brittany and said, I said that he was really good looking, like yeah. a Christian Grey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so perfect that he needs somebody to match his mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. skin. So which one is right? <laughs> I can't. We can't tell you. Don't try and, don't try and trick us. I want to know. I want to know how the killer feels about plastic surgery. Like he doesn't know if these people are fixing themselves. Yeah. And a lot of the is- issues, like me personally, I have some of these flaws, but I want to naturally accept myself. So I work on that, like a lot of people probably do, and not being so self obsessed because it's, it's dangerous. Like yeah, once also, you- what's a flaw to the psychopath is actually right. what gives us character as an individual. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to like you know embrace that. I think that's a really good line. It's very I love true, that. Yeah. I had another good line today. No, no, I'm not going to say this line. I'll say it next time I come on. (laughs) Oh, that's that's good that you're saving it. No, but I'm excited to hear that the next episode is about self-obsession because definitely our entire society is going through that. And I have a lot of girlfriends my own age who are telling me that they are getting plastic surgery Mm -hmm. and getting injections and stuff. And it makes me feel like, okay, do I have to start doing this just so I can stay at everybody else's level? So I'm glad that you guys are attacking that and going to discuss it because it's a problem that we all need to reflect on. Like Mm -hmm. now. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't don't think anyone's happy when they feel like they mm -hmm. have to keep altering things. And I think that's one of the huge things in our generation. We need to find other ways to be happy. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. always start with physical beauty. No. Absolutely. it doesn't. I, I mean, I'll tell you. The, I mean, I don't know if I can say this on, but the the people, the most attractive people that I've had relationships with, let's say, <laughs> have been the most insecure. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you just have to sort of like people know they never find happiness in money or in physical beauty. They find it in, you know, self identification and 
uh, success in what they love to do and yeah. family and exactly. you know and, and like a, a relationship that you know so right. that's that's the interesting thing and I hope you know we'll, we talk about a lot of these themes and a lot of this you know the show probably should talk about it in the sense of like and I and I actually sort of learned this working on Teen Wolf because Jeff sort of thing mm-hmm. is that the show is sort of its own the ten episodes are its own movie in a way mm-hmm. so the first three episodes are going to be kind of very serial killer centric so that's all that's what's going on and then we begin to sort of shift in and MTV wanted to do this into sort of standalone cases that Lindy will sort of come into so episode sort of four five six that's really exciting four five six and seven are all their own sort of stories and then we kick back into the serial killer but the serial killer exists throughout all those throughout, episodes throughout but yeah. he's not the main he's not the main boy. focus so it's sort of coming in and out and he helps her and there's certain things that happen mm. and, mm. and that's how you build a great show yeah. the suspense yeah. the story more suspense yeah, like yeah. that so and it, and it'll be interesting to see how people you know go with those and we've right. done some sort of really interesting stories I think so I hope you know it'll be good no I'm, <clears> I'm excited. very excited and, and you know MTV like shows like Teen Wolf which you came from and, mm-hmm. and now I Candy, which I'm so glad that you're the showrunner of, it's really addressing these more important themes. It's not just like your high school show where yeah. people are singing or in whatever. It's really addressing these themes that we're all dealing with yeah. and are so important to our generation. Yeah, I mean, what, what the <clears throat> we can talk about episode four, which is about a group of uh, kids who go on a party bus and they mm. all go missing. And you don't understand wow. why they're missing. But and what Lindy has to do is re create their night through all of their social media postings oh, and there's wow. one I love <laughs> yeah and there's, and there's cool. you know all their, their selfies and their videos and their, their their twitters and all that sort of stuff right and it's she has there's a line where you know uh the head of the cyber unit catherine um says nobody has you know people don't have any idea of how much they reveal to the world Online, which is also a huge thing. Huge. And Lindy, you know, Lindy has a line back that says, I do. You know, and it's kind of like, it's sort of like, it's, you know, and so there's that and then some other cool things, which probably shouldn't give away. Well, I like that you mentioned Sergeant Catherine, Mm -hmm. and I'm glad that we get that introduction of like a new person from the cyber unit. And she's kind of sees herself in Lindy, and she likes that you're Mm -hmm. a bit reckless and kind of implementing your own justice on the streets which I love too oh, yeah. you know and and you're not just this reckless girl who's hooking up with these guys you spit out the e in the second episode which right. she doesn't even notice and you're not sleeping with any of these guys I don't think you're right. kissing them yet right. yeah. <laughs> no I think my character is still mourning the loss of yeah. Ben and, yeah you know that's devastating but I mean, what's it like romancing possible murderers that's <laughs> I know that must be creepy <laughs> It's, um, it's, you know, I, I must say, I feel like we do have some pretty good male eye candy on the show, mm-hmm. so it makes it, it makes it easy. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I don't know, it's been, it's, it is creepy a little bit, it's, but, you know, who knows, who knows who the actual killer is, so. Yeah. Well, in this episode, everyone's sort of pointing I, the oh, finger sorry. at Reese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And to tell you the truth, like... He at first I thought okay it could be Tommy he could be just I locked know. himself in the trunk yeah, you know mm-hmm. and Absolutely. and doing that and and the one point where he says she's beautiful there's definitely a romance mm-hmm. cooking there yeah. and then but it right. could be Reese I mean he could have very easily switched the camera on himself too mm-hmm. 
What did you guys think? I didn't think it was Reese the entire time for some reason. I'm still <laughs> convinced there's something else. I think it may be Tommy just because, you know, mm. it's... It's so easy for us to get off of the person that she that is could possibly be falling in love with her, but he could have liked her from the beginning mm-hmm. because Great point. that was Ben's one of his best friends. Mm-hmm. He could have been that best friend that was looking like mm, I really want her. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think it's Tommy. Mm-hmm. Really, I agree with that. What do you <laughs> okay. think, Brittany? Like, who's your suspect right now, and why? I don't know. I think it's very hard to determine that right now. But like you said, it could very much it could be Tommy. I still really don't know. I'm still thinking it could be somebody like Sophia who's jealous of all these guys yeah. that she's going on dates with. Yes. It could be a girl for all I know. Absolutely. I agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah, because girls are crazy. I had like girls a girl. Cray. I had a girl in like eighth grade write me notes from a guy who she didn't even know. Like Just she had showed me a picture of him and would like every day bring me a note from him. Oh my god! Yeah, gosh. and and wow. I I didn't know until she like went missing that this guy didn't exist. What? Yeah, oh, no. it was insane. So that's why I'm pointing the finger at Sophia too. Okay. I'm on that boat. I'm on yeah. the Tommy yep. boat that's because I can see how he probably always liked her. Like that's definitely a situation you see today where like there's two best friends that yeah. are both in love with a girl, and he mm. was trying to get her off the case. Like this entire episode too, he was like, "You shouldn't do this. You're messing up what we're trying to do." I mean, do you guys feel like? Lindy's messing up what the cops are trying to accomplish? No, I think he just wants to protect her. And I think that comes Mm -hmm. from him really liking her and from someone really liking them, they could possibly kill you Mm -hmm. in this this episode, I think. So Tommy, he has good intentions, but I still think he's a suspect. Okay. What about Jake? Now, Jake shows up, somehow has your address. That I thought was creepy. And he, I loved how he completely dodged that bullet, too. Yes. When you're like, oh, how did you get my address? And he's like, oh, I just wanted to make you dinner. And he never even answered how he got the address. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, just like, what, all right. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? Like, he was really creepy with the knife, and then he yeah. made them dinner and was bonding with his with her friends and everything, but yeah. he could be a suspect. Mm-hmm. Creepy. I want to know. Wait, but There's wait. a lot of Jake in the next episode. Oh. Okay. oh. There's um, some big well, twists. I want to know, when you guys started filming episode one, did the killer know that they were the killer? I... We knew. You knew, but did you tell the killer? I told the killer sort of halfway through. Yeah, halfway through. I was really hoping you'd say he or she. I was waiting. (laughs) He's good. This guy's good. It. (laughs) It. (laughs) Christian, what did you do to sort of prepare for taking on this whole new show? I know you did so much work on Teen Wolf, and that was sort of your life the past few years. So what did you do to prepare? I was, you know, I was really lucky because I had a great experience with Jeff and Mm -hmm. working on Teen Wolf, and I had a great training because I'd been on shows like Six Feet Under and Lost and everything. And I think I was sort of ready. And I, I, you know, I'm a director as well, so I sort of can look at it from all sides. And we had Russell Mulcahy do the first two episodes, who did the pilot of Teen Wolf and has done a lot of great episodes of Teen Wolf. He's a huge part of Teen Wolf. So I had a great sort of... I surrounded myself with a lot of people who were really talented. Mm-hmm. And I knew people who I'd worked with, like Dave Daniel, who's a cinematographer. Brilliant. Um, you know, we had, you know, he's just a great atmosphere on the set. And then um, Todd, who's our second uh, camera operator, so I knew that he would get us great stuff and costume design. You know, you just you surround yourself with great people and you try and be... 
you know, somebody said it's like being at a circus. You are the ringleader and you have to sort of, and I, you know, I have to say I'm very lucky because not, this doesn't happen often. You, I had a fantastic lead actress and I had amazing mm, actors. Thank you. No, but it's, it's really important because mm-hmm, some people very. can make your life living hell mm-hmm. because, and you're like, but we're all in this together. Like, what are you doing? And, um, uh, you know, Victoria's, you know the co the you know, the co head of the show because it's mm-hmm. her her she's the lead of the show so it was really that's really a lot of it takes a lot of stuff off and MTV was very supportive and it, you know it's 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 a huge undertaking I've never done anything like this in my life before <laughs> it is it is absolutely massive and I was terrified at times that I wouldn't have scripts <laughs> ready and I was rewriting a weekend and you know things like that he was working like a madman <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how you did it you're amazing because like. He was constantly like, mm-hmm. uh, he, you were on set more for the like the first two episodes, yeah. but you were he was constantly like working on new drafts and and rewriting things and just nonstop like Energizer Bunny. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, it's paying off. I love the show, and mm-hmm. we have another caller, so Great. everyone loves the show. Obviously, yeah. Great. caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hello. Hi, caller. What's your Hi. name? Where are you from? I'm not sure if they can hear us. Can you hear us? Yeah, hi. Hi. What's your name? Where are you from? My name's De- My name's Deborah from New York. Hi. Hi, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah, did oh you God. have a that was Victoria talking to you. Do you have a question oh for you, Victoria or Christian? Um your hotel. What? Do you remember me from your hotel? Like <laughs> hotel? I don't remember. Did I meet you recently when I was leaving? Yeah, not when you were leaving, but like a couple days before, like when it was really cold. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember specifically, but it's nice to talk to you again. Do you have a question for us? (laughs) Yes. Where was your favorite place to film this show, actually? My favorite place to film this show? Well, we, um, we had, we shot all over New York City and, Mm -hmm. um, our soundstage was located in Brooklyn and it was amazing because we filmed it was the most beautiful place to go to work it was right on the water and we had like the Williamsburg Bridge to our right and and it was you know I love like the filming in the cyber crimes unit like with the the glass um, windows and you can see like New York the whole city (laughs) the skyline it's incredible so I mean I don't know we filmed in like Brooklyn, we filmed in Queens, we filmed in the Bronx, we filmed in Yonkers, we filmed in Manhattan. Yeah, we filmed in everywhere. So many, that's the, that's the amazing thing about filming in New York is that we, there were so many beautiful locations and it's such like, New York City is a character in the show and it's, Mm -hmm. it's the perfect backdrop and atmosphere for eye candy because it has that creepiness to it and, but it's also so beautiful and intriguing at the same time and, um, it was just amazing to shoot there. I love that city so much. Well, it looks beautiful. Yeah. And Deborah, thank you. thank you for calling in and asking a question. So I want to talk about some of your friends now. So let's talk about George, who George. is your co-hacker who you wake up in episode two so that he can help you break into security cameras. Yes. He was deep in the REM. <laughs> I love that line. I love that line. He's amazing. And by the yes. way, I think he may be joining us next, next week. Yeah. So don't forget Harvey. to tune in, guys. He's hilarious. I love it. You guys are going to have so much fun. I mean, could he be the killer? Ooh. I have to ask you guys. What do you think? He's got the skills. 
So he's, he's got like, the skills. I kind no. of, he's, I kind of think I can say he's not the killer. Thank no. you. I know he's One, not. <laughs> he could be. He's less the killer than Victoria could be the killer. You know? I mean, I Victoria could have like another personality. Definitely. <laughs> Okay, no. no okay, no. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we've we've ex-nade George. Let's talk about Sophia. We've already said we think it may be her. And, I mean, she kind of identified you in the club and was like, live with me. <laughs> right. So that's mm-hmm. a little crazy. But I love her character, and she's such a great, caring f- best friend. So it's mm-hmm. nice she that is. she sort of adopted you to live with her in New York. And you get free she drinks is. all the time. And New York's <laughs> really expensive. So oh, I can yeah. see how that's so convenient. <laughs> and the club. Now, you were talking about this a bit earlier. It's like you walk in. Was it like a flower shop? Yep, oh, yep. Where did you get that. the idea for that? That was brilliant. It was funny. It was originally... Uh, Originally, it was one of those old sort of photo- photographic, you know, portrait studios that you would mm-hmm. go and get your family portrait done, and you would go in and you'd have a picture taken, and then the booth would revolve and you'd be in the club. Mm. And then we found this great location that was a flower shop, and I just thought that was really fun. So I love it's, it. Um, it uh, we built this, the club on the soundstage because it was much easier to shoot there, um, and uh, one of the producers had the idea of these sort of. Um, Shipping containers, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's one of my favorite sets. It's really good, and we use it yeah. a lot. There's one episode where we're entirely in the club. And it's very exciting. Yeah, that's a fun um, one. That's a really fun one. Yeah, and um, yeah, so it was it was uh, it was a cool location. And then the junkyard. Was that mm. an actual junkyard? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. How, what was it like filming there? Hard. It was kind of hard. <laughs> Probably to the lighting, well, we, too. When we arrived, they were, like, moving the cars around. It was, <laughs> it was like, muddy and oily, and I, I got a pair of shoes that I ruined. Like, the crew oh. members are like, why'd you wear those shoes? And I was <laughs> like, I didn't know it would be this bad. Um, but, yeah, no, and it, it's sort of sexy and dangerous. Like, right. wanted it to be dangerous, and Reese is such a weirdo that I wanted that. And I was going to ask really quick, too. That was actually my favorite part out of the whole episode. Really good. Because I was sitting there watching it with my friend, and he's like, that's such a weird place to go on a first date and as I continued watching it I said you know what I think it's actually a metaphor for social media Mm -hmm. and how people are so disposable because he sits there and he's like the cars are old and everybody's disposable and eventually we're all going to be here and I'm like thinking virtual Tinder people just sit there and okay that chick's not hot enough on to the next one Mm -hmm. that person's not good enough on to the next one it's me using my criminology mind because I actually have a degree in sociology yeah we got a cop on the panel yeah exactly (laughs) I like it because it's making me think and not many TV shows nowadays do that it kind of reminds me of like a sexy version of CSI cool and that growing up I used to love that TV show cool so props to you guys yeah. I had to say it. I just had to say no, it. No, I love I'm so that. Glad. No, I'm really no, proud that's of that. Awesome. And, and I kind of got into a little bit, not a huge fight, but a bit of a fight <laughs> with the network because they wanted to cut um, some of the lines in that scene. And I was like, no, these are really important. Like, I, I totally really, got yeah, it. Yeah, I worked really hard on this scene with that character talking about it. And so it was it was important. But, you know, they're, they're of course, very supportive and, you know, let me do it ultimately but I'm very happy with that scene it was very metaphorical Victoria is great in that scene and it's sort of like it's creepy and weird and what's gonna happen what's gonna happen Um, Mm -hmm. well thank you I like that. We only yeah. have a few moments left what? in this show. It's so, so fun. So I'd like I to get into like an interview with you guys mm-hmm. and sort of talk about um, what specifically from your childhood I know I've asked you before sort of led you to the careers that you are in today. Okay. Um... What specifically in my childhood? I got started early on. I I think I, I got the bug because 
my mom is a huge movie buff, and mm-hmm. from a really young age, I was watching like all these old movies. <laughs> um, her phone just goes off. Um, but I was like, my favorite movie when I was like ten was Funny Girl with Barbara Streisand, and like uh-huh. I was a big Audrey Hepburn fan. And, oh, I love her. Um, so I was always just really immersed in like the arts, and and I grew up doing being in dance classes and and singing in musical theater, and um, I don't know, and I was just watching. A kid on a commercial one day as well, and I and I remember like yelling for my mom, and I was like, "Mom, mom, do you see that kid? Like, I wanna, I wanna try doing that." And so we like Aww. took some headshots, and I, you know, lived in Hollywood, Florida. She took some pictures of me when I was eight <laughs> in front of like a palm tree, and sent it to some agencies, and and I ended up booking my first uh, commercial audition, which was for Ovaltine. Aww. And um, yeah, I what mean, a great mom. She's so the best mom ever. She's sitting over there. She is. <laughs> <laughs> she is here. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so to wrap it up here, but yeah, and so then I, I persuaded my parents to give me a shot and, and go to L.A. to try and make it in TV and film. And um, I moved out with her when I was 12. And then my, my first big role was on Zoe 101. And, um, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. I feel very, very lucky. Yeah, I know. It's important to have that supportive team behind you. I know a lot of people say they didn't have the support from their parents and it made all the difference. It took a lot longer to be successful with because a lot of parents mm-hmm. are like, you know, get the banker's job, get a realistic job, and they mm-hmm. don't really promote the dreams. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that the kills Not it. necessarily the arts, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what about you, Christian? Um, well, no, well, I have to say one thing. is like how you would think somebody who had started that young and who had had that much would be a horrible person. <laughs> you think, you think they'd be great. And she is so, the crew loves her. She's so lovely to everybody. I've never seen her say anything mean or nasty Aww. to anyone. So as well as her. Um, I, on the other hand, was going a little crazy while we were shooting and probably said some mean <laughs> No, I'm not, no. I'm not a mean person, but you sort of, when you're shooting, you're like, oh my God, uh, why is this not being done the way I thought it was going to be done? Um, <laughs> mm. But, um, uh, how did I... Well, I, I, I knew from a very young age that I wanted to direct. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to film school in New York. So that was really nice to go back to New York to shoot the show because I hadn't been there in a long time. And I um, I graduated film school and I got a... The- my thesis film got nominated for an Oscar. Oh, wow. And then I moved out to New York. Yeah, like, can we take a I, moment I, to be like, whoa, that's not common. I got, I got, I got to take my mom to the Oscar. That was the, the, the best. That the is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I moved to LA and I didn't work for 10 years. <laughs> Basically, oh. no, it was like, wow. it's like... It was a really interesting experience. And I... And I um, I then sort of had to sort of work my way back up doing different assisting jobs and working on different stuff. And then I ended up getting a break in television and, and I've been writing in television for, for a while now. And I just, you know, Jeff, we talked about this, gave mm-hmm. me the opportunity to direct on Teen, Teen Wolf, which allowed me to then sort of be more of a sort of understanding of the whole process and everything. And I, and I love to direct. And so I'm doing, you know, I'm now a showrunner doing a show and it's, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's a very, you know, it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where I go next, but I do love directing a lot. So, um, you know, I'd love to do films and all that stuff, but you know, we've got a show to make. So that's <laughs> yeah. And hopefully a lot more seasons because yes. we are just fascinated. Yes. <laughs> so yes, can you guys you. share, um, a moment on set, a funny time on set? Um, Oh my God. 
You're thinking of one. I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to think. A funny but, time on set. I mean, or scary. Just a memorable well, we time. We generally had a really nice time. Like yeah. everybody was like, there was like, I mean, I think you know, there's f- crazy stuff like you know Victoria having the the on the top of the roof, which is on the, st- <laughs> the studio, and you know, within the same day, she's making love to Ben. You know, with these beautiful <laughs> lights, and then you know, in the uh, it, it's, Four hours later, he's dead, and she's like, you know, clasping his body. That's the crazy stuff of filmmaking, but it's all on one location, and yeah, that stuff is. And fortunately, it wasn't cold then. That's what I was gonna ask. I mean, you're from Florida and LA, like it's so hot here and there. So, oh my gosh, it started getting so cold. We we were yeah yeah, filming some scenes um, towards the end there outside, and I was like. I don't know how I'm gonna do yeah. this. I was like yeah. Yeah. shaking. It was it was getting really cold. But yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Other fun times. I, I we even though it's like the, a lot of the show is kind of dark and suspenseful and creepy. Um, we laugh a lot on mm-hmm. set and have a lot of fun. And I feel like super lucky um, to be working with such a great cast because mm-hmm. genuinely we all get along so well. And yeah. I love. I'm excited to go to work with everyone every day, and and they're all super down to earth and cool and funny and yeah. just great people. Honestly, the cast and the crew, we had such a good group of people. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying. I'm like totally blanking yeah, on no a specific any funny crazy thing. I can't think of anything crazy. I think with the the speed was so quick that mm-hmm. we just didn't have time to stop. You didn't have so time to stop pranks and things like that. We couldn't do because there was no <laughs> time. Like there was I, no I, Tyler no, Posey like, on. Set. No, and you'd like to <laughs> prank. But you'd like to prank people and do something. But it's like that means we're not going to get an extra take on that yeah. scene. You know, this was shot. Yeah, we were very crunchy We had time. a day to two days less an episode that Teen Wolf gets. Wow. You know, so we pulled off some sort of miracles and our budget is less than Teen Wolf. So it's, it's you know, I don't know how, um, how we really did it. So. Well, let's go ahead and roll into predictions really quick and then we'll give out our Twitter handles. Awesome. And now, you're after us. <laughs> this is the part where you guys tell us everything that's going to happen next episode. <laughs> so, what do you guys think is going to happen? What are your predictions go going forward? I can't because I'm going to be long winded. Go ahead, please. Um, <laughs> predictions? I think Lindy's going to start dating somebody very soon. I hope she does because I loved watching that romance with Ben, and I was a yeah. little upset that he died the first episode. I'm not going to lie. Oh, me too. That was a huge risk too. Yeah. He does come back. Oh, wait, what? In Afterlife? It's not doing the Walking Dead. No, we do a fl- we do do a flashback episode which reveals a lot of backstory about Lindy and Ben. Oh, cool! I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And Tommy, so that'll be great. Yeah, I mean, I'm still hoping that there's a relationship between Tommy and Lindy. I hope they fall in love. I hope that he is the killer, and it's like she <laughs> loves him, and it's messed up and crazy. Because, like you were saying, like the psychoticness in us is our that's our flaws, but mm-hmm. it's what gives us character, and it's kind of beautiful in a way. Yeah. And, I just I'm so excited for the show. the The power of the internet is real, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that we got a chance to talk to you guys about it. And I hope you come back. We would love visit to. Us. You guys are awesome. Thank Yay. you so much for this having. This was a yes. blast. Now, where can everyone follow you? Your Twitter handles. Um, uh, my Twitter handle is at Victoria Justice on Twitter and also on Instagram as well. Awesome. And mine yeah. is, and I'm newly, I'm a new Twitter virgin. Like last twi- week, right? I'm a Twitter, yes. Twitter virgin. <laughs> um, no I am Christian Twit One. 
Awesome. Yes. And also on Instagram, right? Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yes, yeah, the same thing. Awesome. Yes. And Brittany, where can we follow you? I know we can see you on MTV's The Challenge tonight, actually, Woo! at yes! 10. Yeah, you guys can check me out tonight on MTV. Um, it's actually at 11 p.m. Oh, cool. 11. Okay, yeah. they yeah. changed um, it. But what skeletons is on at 10. Gotcha. But you guys can follow me at Brittany Baldi on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't stalk me. Don't kill me. Oh, <laughs> you do that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you guys can follow, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tezno's. Again, every week we want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Enter the hashtag ABTVICandy. Your predictions were awesome, and we want to hear more for next week. And guys, I am Cinematic Escape on Twitter and Instagram at Cinematic underscore Escape. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. And we have a special guest, and it's going to be Monday at 11 p.m., right? Yes. I believe so. We'll be streaming live Monday at 11 p.m. So you'll do it afterwards with Harvey. Afterwards with with Harvey. And then I think we'll get the rest of the cast to come on and see you guys. That would be amazing. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.